Come in, damn it. You're sure a punctual bastard. Welcome to the podcast at Orgy Castle. Sit back, darling, and enjoy with your hosts, Derek and Paula. Welcome to another episode of Podcast at Orgy Castle. Hey, yes. Hello. How are you? I'm fucking awesome, man. How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. I'm rather surprised by something. What's that? That I'm actually a fucking week after watching that movie. We just got done watching. Yeah. Uh, As you said, it's a good movie to nap to. Yeah. I used to think that that was that dubious distinction was only held by Andy Milligan movies. But <laughs> I guess I was wrong this week, folks. As you can see by the title, we are taking our first dive into the extensive catalog of Emmanuel films. Emmanuel. With Emmanuel on Taboo Island made in 1976. Now, upon researching this film, we found out that this wasn't originally an Emmanuel film. It was a different film that was we, retitled. We've been had, basically. We've totally been duped. This, the the tie between this film and the Emmanuel series, of course, is the amazing mm. Laura Gemser, mm. who was in most of the Black Emmanuel films. Now, folks, if you don't know what the Emmanuel series is, or you've never heard of it. <laughs> I if you guess didn't what grow up in the are, 80s watching Skinamax after your parents went to bed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's how I know Emmanuel. It's yes. every single Saturday night, Skinamax night, yep. or late night, they would have Emmanuel films on, which are mostly their movies about women coming of age in their own sexuality or going on adventures and, and having, you know, sexual adventures in different locales. Yeah, but this was not that. <sighs> Boy, was it not? Well, the original was called something on a beach, Desire on the Beach, or a street, a beach named Desire, or something like that. I'd and, have to look at what did I send you here? Let's yeah, check this then out. They mark, did... Then they marketed it as an Emmanuel movie. So it's just low budget Italian schlock. It's Flowers in the Attic meets the Swiss Family Robinson. <laughs> That's essentially what this is. Yeah. It was originally filmed as A Beach Called Desire. There you go. And uh, the story of the movie, if you can even say there's one, I'm just going to go off of what I see here on imtv.com. It seems just fine. When shipwrecked Daniel washes ashore on a tropical island to find the gorgeous Haiti, he thinks he's found paradise. Haiti's father and brother, however, aren't so approving of the pair's budding romance. That's the synopsis. That's it. Well, that's the whole movie. We have Daniel, who is our lead character in in a very frenzied opening montage, takes heroin, finds some dead lady up, on a rock getting licked by Freddie the, Mercury. What was up with the motorcycle crash at the beginning? And then it goes to people shooting up on a rock. And then, like you said, Freddie Mercury kissing the, the overdose chick. And he goes over there and pulls him off of her. And then... Gets in a boat. <laughs> he just finds a random boat and he drives it straight into another boat and which throws him back and he hits his head on the back of the boat. And somehow the boat ricochets and bounces out into the middle of the ocean. And I guess we're supposed to believe that the next day he wakes up 
and he's right next to another island. It is the weirdest opening montage. <laughs> I, I I don't I don't know. There was the motorcycle chase and the wreck, and then Danny, Daniel and the heroine and the girl and and the Freddie Mercury and then the boat and the crash and then yeah he yeah sh- then he winds up on on a on Taboo Island on Taboo Island yes he's there for a couple of days he breaks his radio because he gets mad and he he washes a lot there's a lot of male ablutions in this movie so basically the first 20 minutes of this movie is him fumbling around in the jungle until he comes across a hut with two very beautiful people in it they're, uh, they're, they're standing outside and they see him and they drop their plate of white chip things and they run into the house and then he goes and picks him up and washes them. And then like they come out and they're like, you see Laura Gemser's boob. Finally, fucking 20 minutes into the movie, we get some tit. Yeah. Not dead girl heroin overdose tit. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And so they come out and they're both very beautiful. And they start talking, and then it turns out that they have a dad that, you know, you, you can't talk to my dad. My dad doesn't want us to talk to you. He wanted us to kill you. And So many secrets. The dad has so many secrets. Yeah, so they all start to frolic and hang out and do their thing. And one day they're out swimming, and Danny turns around and looks, and the brother and the sister are playing the game. The game. Yeah. What game is that, Paula? You're doing it. It's the hot dog <laughs> and the donut game. Mm-hmm. The yep. hide the wiener game. Yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah. Supposedly the sister loves playing the game. She's mm-hmm. insatiable for the game, even she though is. it knocks the brother out for the rest of the day. Supposedly. So he tries to encourage Danny to play the game with the sister. Cause that's what you do. And she that's loves it. And, but the great thing about that was the whole time was Laura Gemster laying on the back on her elbows in the sand with the water washing up for it. They're just wearing the little thing. And there's her beautiful brown breasts. And yes. As long as there were great body shots of her, cool. But that's the vast majority of this movie. Then at the same time, she was just fucking her brother, too. You know, Vixen. Yeah. Boy. So anyway, that's the taboo of Taboo Island. And then we find out later on she's also screwing her dad. Is it true, though? Well, he said she never says no to Antonio. Tony! We have another Tony, right? Yay, Tony count. Um, But... (laughs) We have a Tony count at this point? We have two. (laughs) (laughs) If we have one more, we'll have a collection. Uh, (laughs) Podcast at Orgy Castle, stat takers, start taking note. There's a Tony count. Two Tonys. Two Tonys. Okay. Um, Yeah, um, whenever... The brother, I forget what his name was, confronts uh, Danny about the game and how the, the sister doesn't want to play with him anymore, right? Yeah. And so he's mad because he wants things to go back to the way that they used to be. I mean, they even go so far as like the three of them are out in the jungle and there's a big ass snake and he shoots it with the blowgun. And they do this. I mean, they put symbolism in there because Danny, Danny was a proverbial snake in their Garden of Eden and everything was great until Danny showed up. And so, yeah, the, basically he says to him that um, she can never say no to dad. She might say no to me, but she never says no to Antonio. He'll beat her. And the next thing you see is you're never saying no to me and him beating the shit out of her on the bed. So explicit, no, but I'm pretty good at picking up on clues sometimes. <laughs> and that to me indicated that, yeah, he's fucking her. And then when she goes to, uh, he wants to kill Antonio with the machete at the showdown scene, right? 
and she goes and runs to him and just basically puts her face against his dick and goes like this and it pans up and he's just like so yeah based on those clues i think they were all fucking (laughs) i'm glad you were paying attention playing the game they that they were playing the game because nothing fucking happens in this movie the movie begins with a montage, as we had said, that's kind of like Requiem from a Dream. Yeah. <laughs> and then it slows to such a crawl that one would kind of be mistaken <laughs> that they were actually watching anything at all. What was what was that movie with Tom Hanks and Wilson, Castaway? Castaway. Yeah, that, that's the first 20 minutes. Like, I walked out of Castaway. I hated that movie so fucking bad. I was like, I just can't do this anymore. But that's kind of what the first 20 minutes were, where him scrounging around on the island trying to, you know, make heads or tails of his, of his current situation. And so, yeah, it goes from Requiem for a Dream to Castaway to The Blue Lagoon meets Flowers in the Attic meets The Swiss Family Robinson. <laughs> you make this sound a lot more exciting and a lot more plot filled okay, than it is. These are the games I play in my head when I watch shit like this <laughs> to make it. Um, I have to do some mental gymnastics in order to keep it, you know, keep it going. Yeah, it's 90 of the most uneventful, pointless minutes that I've spent in quite some time. Yeah, there's. If you want to look at this from the the point of view of we watch smut movies here and there's there's titillation and there's supposed to be sexiness in this film, Laura Gemser is naked most of this movie or topless most of this movie, yeah. but the first sex scene doesn't happen until forty five minutes in, and it's with her brother, and it's with her brother, uh-huh. and it's not <laughs> and and it's so so badly shot that. I had to ask, was that a sex scene mm-hmm. after yeah. it was done? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then the only two other sex scenes in this movie are horrible montages of two people wet on a beach. It, well, it's basically him sucking her tit. That's like the only thing that you ever really see. Sometimes it's really dark. It's really dark. But the only shots that you really ever get. Yeah. Um, they'll do some great like Laura Gimser long body shots of them kind of entangled. But you really just kind of get her. Yeah. Which. Thank you for that. That's all um, we. That's basically yeah. all you get the whole movie. But but it's he's just really sucking on her on her on her tit a lot. That's that's the sex that they have. They kiss and then he sucks on her tit. Yeah. When but, it's nighttime in this movie, you can't see a fucking thing that goes on. Mm-mm. I will give it points for being lurid and sleazy, though. In what I mean, way? Okay, the the dad Antonio was. Tony was disgusting and it it was weird having and the entire when you think when you really let yourself think what the situation has been for this young woman her whole life Mm -hmm. if you kind of give it that back thought that's like okay this is this is really fucking gross I mean it's pretty fucked up it is the the whole setting the whole taboo island thing I mean they definitely it's it's a really if you let that penetrate into your head, it's disgusting. And so it's got, it's very lurid. It's very dark. It's very sleazy. While at the same time being pretty fucking boring. And at times kind of goofy. I don't know. It's glacial. There's literally nothing that goes on in this movie. And prior to this, because we have a new habit, we start at five 30 and we put on a half hour episode of Erotica. Right. Yeah. And tonight's was on just Franco whom I adore. And so they were showing him and they were showing shots of his films and they were showing shots of Lena Romay and Vampiros Lesbos. And so, 
you know, I'm warming up. I'm feeling good. I'm like, all right, this is great. Cause I'm oh, fucking just Franco and Lena Rome, right? I'm like, okay, this is good. This is like, this is an awesome precursor to this movie. And then it was just like, Meh. yep. Immediately hits a brick wall. And I, uh, if it weren't for you guys in the room mm. watching it with me, <laughs> I would have been snoozing. Oh no, that would have been, that would have been turned off like shortly. And for me, I had the window wide open and I could hear people mowing the lawns outside. And for for the first time in weeks, I thought, hmm, I could be (laughs) mowing my lawn outside right now. You know what's less boring than this movie? Cutting the grass. (laughs) Mowing my lawn. Yeah, it, it was it was it was supremely boring. The only thing that saved it was. The controversial yet spectacular score. <laughs> the omnipresent the, score. Oh, always. The synth and yeah. And then um just Laura Laura Gemser and those crazy eyebrows. Which you can see Laura Gemser in so many other better movies. Yeah, she's wasted in this. She was poorly lit, poorly shot, and this movie's it's gross. Oh, <laughs> folks. If you're a Laura Gemser fan. This she literally is the only reason to even turn this thing on. And quite honestly, you've probably already seen her in a ton of other better flicks. So don't even waste your time. There was some weirdness in this movie. I'll give it that. There was a scene where where um, Daniel's being taught how to fish by the brother Uh and they catch a fish with a spear. And he looks like he's about to take a bite into a freshly killed fish without. Vixen and the fucking fish dance. What is it with incest and fucking people sticking raw fishes in their mouths this, this, the last two weeks? What the fuck? <laughs> what the actual fuck? Oh, oh. my God. No, that, that's it's a uh, there was weirdness. And a lot of it, a lot of the underlying thing was that he was staying there so that he could clear himself of being a junkie. Cause I guess he shows up and he's a junkie, right? And so he right. talks to the, he talks to Antonio and, um, I'm never going to be able to say that name right like ever again. If anybody no, ever, ever tells me the name is Tony, I'm going to immediately go Tony. And it's ruined. Say, and they'll never talk to me again, which is probably a good thing. But yeah, I mean, he was being clear to being a junkie. And so he makes a deal because they take him prisoner at first. And then he makes a deal with Antonio to stay there for a month and find his, what did Antonio there find his salvation? So he's like, I'll find my salvation like you did here, which is basically swimming around in paradise and fucking a beautiful woman. Yeah. I want that to be my salvation. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that myself. <laughs> no, that probably wouldn't bother me. Although it'd be, be strange. I was thinking about this because I've added a lot of depth to this movie. It didn't have, but if you were <laughs> if you were coming off of heroin, right? You would you and you go detox in some place that's like paradise. Yeah, and you were already getting high because the world sucks. What I mean, going and detoxing and fucking some gorgeous chick who he dumps at the end, by the way, when yeah, she wants, unceremoniously, when, once they they have the major climax where they kill off Antonio, yeah, and they a, kill the a, dad. A glorious shitty dummy falls off of a cliff. That was awesome. And and then they they give uh, Antonio like this Darth Vader style funeral <laughs> funeral pyre, yeah, Viking pyre, yeah. <laughs> uh, Laura Gemser all of a sudden is just like, I want to come with you. Take me to to the mainland and we will be together forever. And he all of a sudden, like at the end of Felicity, goes to her. Hold on there, babe. (laughs) We had some fun, but I got to bounce. Peace. 
The world would ruin you. It would kill your smile by the day. Dude, just <laughs> fucking go. <laughs> it was the most, like, and then she has her thing that barely had any dialogue yeah. the entire time. It gets oddly existential right at the yeah. very end where he goes into this monologue about how she's going to be ruined by the course of life in the mm-hmm. years. And to go back to her brother. After talking about how many women would be girls, they would bring him like groceries to the island if she left. But yeah, no, he sends her back and they have a reunited scene between the brother and his sister. And uh, Danny rides off in his motorboat to God knows what. To God knows what and God knows where. And then we are treated to a super cut montage of the whole movie. So within five minutes, we see the whole movies truncated down yet again. It could have been the whole movie. They made us watch it one more time. The they whole made us watch off. it the first time. They could have just caught us into a montage and had music playing over it, and it would have been better. Here, just remember the ick. If you do, if you know, just in case you forgot, in case your brain went to that place where when, when trauma occurs, you know, we were just gonna flash this back in front of your eyes really, really, really quick. Yeah, we're gonna give you a highlight package, a, yeah. a sizzle reel of the movie you just watched. Just to pad this out a little bit more in a movie that was 90% padding. So, uh, Emmanuel on Taboo Island, not a good start for us with the Emmanuel movies. No, but hope springs eternal and there will be others. So, yeah. So, folks, uh, there's not really much more to talk about. This is a pretty shallow, superficial movie where not much happens. So, Paula, Mm -hmm. what kind of Jackalman action are we talking about here? Uh, okay, I have to figure out how many Jacklemans Laura Gibbs worth because that's like it. I wouldn't like tell anybody to watch this. I mean, it's not sexy. It's yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure there's somebody out there who thinks this is just hot as fuck. I'm going to give it a one and a half for Laura Gibbs and the score. Uh, I'm going to give it a one jackalman that's all it deserves and that one jackalman is laura gemser and everything else is a pile of fucking useless bullshit i can't get down with movies that literally nothing happens it's we may have said a lot of stuff that has gone on in this movie but trust me watching my wall for an hour and a half is more exciting than this He'd rather be mowing the lawn. I'd rather be that that's is not my a recommendation. For anything dirty, yeah. <laughs> Here's my review. I'd rather be mowing my lawn. <laughs> so there's Emmanuel on Taboo Island, folks. Uh, let's let's uh, break out for a minute and uh, hear what Miss Angelique Bone oh, has. She's, us. A, she's she's a hot bone down in Georgia this week. Oh, so hot down there. So Mm. let's see what kind of erotica she has for us this week. Yay. Hi. (laughs) It's me, Angelique. And like I promised, we have something super special for you guys uh, this week. Um, Paula sent me this wonderful book. Satan was a lesbian. (laughs) Uh, This is going to be a two-parter. We're going to go over the first half of the book, and we're going to introduce you to our main character. Her name is Charlene, or 
Charlie, as she prefers to be called. <laughs> so, Charlie's a piece of work. Um, she's got short hair, piercing black eyes, and, you know, uh, how do they put it? Uh, breasts as firm as air cushions. I mean, I've been on air mattresses and they're only firm if somebody's laying on the other side. So I don't know how much of a compliment that is. Anyway, <laughs> but she strikes fear into the heart of men, into the hearts of men. You know, men fear her and women flock to her. So when the book opens, uh, Charlie's in the car and she's driving like a bat out of hell. <laughs> trying to scare um, her little mouse that she has with her named Cynthia. And um, basically, she can look at a woman or talk to her for a minute and know exactly how to get that motor running, you know, get the, the carburetor flowing and everything. Like, I don't know anything about cars. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> but uh, uh, Cynthia happens to get off on fear. So Charlie's like uh, sluicing around corners and, you know, freaking her out. They have a tryst, you know, foggy window kind of uh, hot lesbian thing. Um, then she takes her home. She gets cold. And uh, we learn a little bit about Charlie. She was a rich girl. Nobody's going to tell her what to do. Um she moves out of her, you know, farmhouse, has her first tryst with a woman who can't keep her mouth shut. So another lesbian approaches Charlie in town at the malt shop and is like, all right, we're going to the lake. And Charlie's like, okay. She's not just going to perform on command, so she pulls a number on this lady. Um, her name's Karen. And she smacks her around a little bit and makes Karen submit and they have their little thing. Well, the next day, Karen comes to the malt shop and is like, ooh, hey, come, I need more of that. Takes her up to this cabin in the woods, says there's going to be some cool hip lesbian party thing. And Charlie's like, well, all right, I can get to know some more lesbians here in town. And, well, she gets ambushed by Karen and Billy, um, who is, you know, quote, a butch and there's this whole hot S&M thing with a feather and then they all Wah. well Charlie's not dumb and she's not going to be taken down like that so she makes a daring naked lesbian escape and uh, heads back to town but something's starting to get to her she doesn't fall for chicks but she thinks she might be starting to fall for Cynthia. And that's where we leave off. So the first half of this book, while it's not explicit, explicit, it's really erotic. It's really sensual. And it's like, okay, I can read this. But it's riddled with typos. And sometimes the sentences just don't seem like they're in the right spot. So you have to kind of be careful. Um, but in this first half we had hot lesbian back rubs hot lesbian car sex hot lesbian lakeside sex uh hot lesbian polar bear rug sex hot lesbian kidnapping hot lesbian bdsm tickle torture and a daring nude lesbian escape 
So, what's going to happen to Charlie? I guess we'll find out. Until next time. Bye! Dude, we're coming up to number 25. We are almost there, Paul. Isn't that crazy? High five, dude. High five, click. We have one more episode before we hit our 25th episode here on the podcast. Uh, Next week, we're going to be talking about Black Boots, Whip of Leather. I have no idea what this movie is. Should I look (laughs) it up quick? Yeah. Oh, boy. Okay. So while (laughs) today, while we were watching... Emmanuel on Taboo Island, um, as uh, Paula had alluded to, we had watched an episode of Eurotica about Jess Franco. Next week, our movie is a Jess Franco movie, Black Boots, Whip of Leather, made yes! in 1983. Yes! <laughs> so your dream's coming true, Paula. Yay! Oh, I love Jess Franco. So do you want to hear what this is about? you want to hear... Tell me now. Or do you want to go in cold? No, tell me, tell me now. Okay, so here's what it is on Letterboxd. Al is hired by Lena, the wife of a wealthy man, to recover some compromising photos. She has sex with him by by way of a retainer. In the course of his investigation, Al is obliged to commit a couple of murders, and he's left holding the bag when Lena turns out not to be (laughs) what she seems to be. It's going to be insane. So that's our movie next week, folks. Jess uh, Franco. Finally, some Jess Franco ooh. here on Podcast at Orgy Castle. Hell yeah. I was looking forward to Emmanuel on Taboo Island quite a bit. And oh boy, we're going to have to wait until episode 29 to go back into the world of Emmanuel with the inconfessible orgies of Emmanuel. Hopefully also that a Franco better. movie. Also a Franco movie. We're going to be ramping up the Jess Franco here on the podcast at Orgy oh, God. Castle. Yeah, he made so, so, so many. I hope you guys are excited. Paula, any parting words for the unfortunate listeners of our podcast? <laughs> the unfortunate listeners of our podcast? Don't watch this fucking movie. <laughs> Next time you're playing catch with your sister, don't oh, play the game. Yeah, next time you're playing catch with your sister, don't play don't say the game. we're don't, and, when you're asked what you're doing, don't don't say you're playing the game. And never ever say no to Antonio. Satan is the name she goes by. There's a lot of devil. Can't tell